Good morning, everybody. It is the 9th of November. That's a Wednesday. I would just point out the market bottomed on the 3rd of October, the day after my birthday. We have been in an uptrend now for over a month. I'll address all that in the strategy piece today in the newsletter. This is general advice only. It's the pre-market podcast from Marcus Today. It's not personal advice. Henry away today having a colonoscopy. Have a read of my article in the newsletter today. This article may save your life. And if every member read it and every member went and got themselves a colonoscopy tomorrow, I guarantee it will save lives. Anyway, let me give you the last line. If you are over 50 and haven't had a colonoscopy, are you stupid? Sorry to be blunt, but are you? Lectures aside, Dow Jones had another good night overnight, up 334 points. It was up 528 at one point. NASDAQ up 0.49%. S&P 500 up 0.56%. ASX futures this morning up 34, which follows a 25-point rise in the ASX 200 yesterday. That was the third winning session for US stocks ahead of the midterm election results. It looks like the Republicans are going to take the House. And there are a few articles telling us how fabulous it is if the US legislative system becomes constipated because nobody can do anything because of a political gridlock. And that's probably the only conclusion. I think the Republicans were expected to take the House. The results aren't out yet, by the way, but I think the Republicans were expected to be on the rise, which rather neuters the White House and the Democrats. And a political and legislative freeze is quite a good backdrop for the next couple of years for the equity market. There are a few statistics suggesting that, which I think are hocus pocus, but it's all coming out as expected, which really shouldn't be market sensitive. European markets also looking okay. Stocks 50 up 0.8%, FTSE, CAC and DAX all up. We still have the US CPI number on Thursday night, Friday morning, our time. And you can read about that in the strategy piece. Could go either way. Could kick off a much sharper relief rally, or it could kill the gentle rally we've been having recently. Good news is, and you can see the chart in the Marcus Morning section, the US dollar is coming off the top. It's been in uptrend for a year. It's up from top to bottom. Bottom to top is up over 22% in the last year and is now coming off top. It's actually broken the recent uptrend or the one-year uptrend in the last couple of weeks. Interesting stuff. And you'll see a chart of the Aussie dollar as well, back over 65 cents. In commodities, base base metals were higher across the board. Quite healthy, actually. Every one was up. Copper up 2.5%, nickel up 2.5%, aluminium up 2%. That's despite the Chinese reiterating their COVID zero policy on Sunday. I think the market thinks that China is quietly moving towards a day where it does relax its COVID policy and the market's not waiting for the initial announcement or the official announcement, sorry. It's just quietly, gently beginning to discount a better Chinese COVID policy. Gold price up 2.45%. That comes after the US dollar index fell another 0.44%, which again is quite a big move. 
Not sure what's going on in Bitcoin, down 12.8% overnight. Binance is buying up all the platforms that are failing at the moment. I don't know what that means. Don't really care either. BHP and Rio up 1.06% and 1.81% in the US overnight. Iron ore price. Can't quite work out what's going on in iron ore. I've got the financial review telling us it's up 1.3%, but everyone else saying it's down 2.1%. We've got it down 2.1%. James Hardy in the US told us a pretty bleak story behind conditions in the housing market in the US at the moment. That was down 10.3% in the US quote. 10-year bond yield here looks like it came off 8 basis points and the 2-year off 7 basis points. That's quite encouraging. The Aussie 10-year, as far as I can tell, was down 12 basis points yesterday and down below 4% again. So US dollar coming off the top, bond yields coming off the top very short term though. Resources, one of the best performing sectors in the US overnight along with real estate or REITs, which of course are interest rate sensitive, technology as well, one of the better sectors, all that is to do with interest rates or is usually to do with interest rates. Oil price down almost 3%. The US has cut its forecast for oil production growth next year, predicting output will fall short of an all-time high, suggesting the boom may have peaked for good. Walt Disney down in after-hours trade on results. We got the National Bank results, NAB results results out this morning. From what I can see, they look okay. They certainly look better than Westpac. Net interest margins are up, not down. Return on equity is up 1%. Statement's okay. Looks all right, really. If you're with Medibank, the hackers have started posting stolen data after they said they're not going to, after Medibank said they're not going to start, they're not going to pay the ransom. China's seeing COVID outbreaks spreading. That's about that. Not much happening today. Building permits, an RBA speech. China's got inflation numbers whilst that sounds important. Those numbers have never been a focus for our market. NAB results today, as I say, Orica results as well, News Corp results, and REA's got quarterly results. Ex-dividends today, Katmandu, ResMed, a few AGMs today, Domain Holdings, which we hold in the ideas portfolio, Coles, two notables, no ex-dividends tomorrow. NAB goes ex-dividend November 14, sorry, 15. Hang on, let's just check that. Yep, looks right, November 15, Westpac ex-dividend November 17. CSR ex-dividend today as well. That's about that. Looks like an okay day today. Let's see how the NAB results are taken by the market. Banks aren't trading stocks these days. They're reasonably safe income stocks. Late story, Whitehaven Coal cuts production guidance after floods. REA Group lifts revenues, says listings positive. Orica lifts sales guides for increase 2023 EBIT. News Corp hit by strong US dollar. That's about that. Have a good day. Speak to you later.